Hello survivors, I'm Dirty Dan, and we're gonna play a little prank on Magic Mike. It's the middle of the night again, and I am on top of the roof, and we're gonna get even with him for what he did to me. So, uh, here we go. Mike, wake up! Mike, wake up! Mike, wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Mike, wake up! Mike, wake up! Dan, please, for the love of God, it is so early in the morning, Dan. Please, just shut up! Finally you woke up. Why are you out here again? Because quitters are spitters, Mike. That's why I'm here. Anyway, open the window. What is it? Look up, Mike. What? This is for throwing me off the roof. Oh! Shit! Dan! Oh my god, my eyes! My eyes are bleeding! Dan, I can't see anything! Dan! Dan! Oh my god, what the fuck is wrong with you? Are you serious? Oh my god, Mike, I'm so sorry. Here, here, look up at me, look up at me. What? Where are you? What? Look, what? Just, just look up, Mike, just look up. What? This is for drinking all my bourbon, you asshole. <laughs> Oh, Jesus! Dan, what the hell is the matter with you? I didn't drink any of your goddamn bourbon, Don't Dan. you freaking lie to me, Mike. I can smell it all no, over your room. Shut the no, hell. You jumped it all over my room, you jackass. Yeah, right. Like, I'm the person who wastes liquor. Don't even say anything, Mike. Keep yourself up. You look like a mess. You son of a... Roll oh. the intro! Oh. Brought to you by your hosts. Dirty Dan. Magic Mike. Spliff Spanky Stein. With musical guest, David Spargo, and special guest stars, Kevin Bastion, Chad Backrider, and Ross Osborne, and live from a hole in the ground, it's a couple of balls! Good morning, Survivors! I'm Dirty Dan. And I'm Magic Mike. And this is A Couple of Balls, and we have a fantastic episode for you today! That's right, we got some brand new segments for all you wonderful people out there. Mike, you're in such a good mood this morning! Yeah, I know, you know, I woke up with this really bad headache, you know, and I don't know, I, I, I guess I must have hit my head or something the other night. Well, you know how clumsy you are, Mike! Yeah, I guess I am. Well, anyway, do you know what time it is, Mike? Ah, uh, what time is it, Dan? It's time for the Apocalyptic News! Ah, my favorite segment. News for the Great Cornhole City. Madame Voyer's estranged and extravagant carnival is in town. Take your kids down to see the circus and carnival like never before. Show them the mutant potato monster man. And above all else, have them ride Madame Voyer's carnival rides and roller coasters, hand-built by immigrant slaves. And don't forget to take the little ones down to her marionette puppet gallery, where it features life-size marionette puppets. But remember, if you leave them unattended, their throats will be slit and they will be tied to the raptors to be used as other marionette puppets. These are not wooden puppets. These are kids that were left unattended. Dan, Dan, don't be ridiculous. Come on, man. Madame Voyeur's Carnival and Circus is like the most magical place on Earth, Dan. You know, they got all kinds of crazy and kooky people, you know? It's beautiful, you know? It's like Disneyland, you know, Disneyland was on the run from the authorities. Mike, you really hit your head hard, didn't you? Yeah, I think I did. All right, all right, all right. Well, you know, what else is in the news? Spliff here just handed me this breaking news announcement. Uh, the Fishing and Game Association has revoked all mutant hunting licenses. Let me see that, you jamook. That's right, folks. The Fish and Game Association has come to the conclusion that mutants deserve rights just like people, even though they are deformed freaks in the opinion of most humans. This is a big day for my mutant brethren everywhere. I, no, 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 wait, 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 wait. Just, can, we just, can we just back up a minute, Dan? 
Did you just say you're a mutant? Yeah, Mike, I'm a mutant. You got a problem with that? Well, well, no, it's just, you know, you're not, you're not, like, mutated, horribly disfigured at all, you know? And I've never seen you use any powers. That's such an unmutated Hollywood movie stereotype, Mike. Not all mutants are horribly disfigured. In fact, most of us aren't, alright? You only become mutated once you start using your powers, like, excessively. And most of the time, Mike, it's just like your eyes and hair color that change, you know? And then, you know, you'll get, like, slightly more muscular and sleeker and you'll look better unless, you know, you, you, you're not using your powers right and you're not developing correctly and then you get ugly but other than that when you develop you get your powers stronger you unlock more powers and then little bit by little bit you slowly become a being of pure light and energy and you're beautiful and you can rule the world and transfer planes of dimension all right mike not all of us are hideous hulking monsters with the exception of joe biden he was the worst mutant i've ever seen but that's a story for another day and the reason mike that you never see me use my powers is because there used to be mutant hunters everywhere mike all right i only ever use my powers to kill other mutant hunters wait what yeah mike i used to have a gang of mutant hunter hunters all right there was me and my name was Action Boy, and then there was my buddy Kit Kat, and there was Shaw, and then there was Swamp Gas, and then there was TI-84. And before you even open your fat mouth, Mike, yes, TI-84 was a calculator, but he could answer any question, and together, we were Action Cat. And we would go around killing all kinds of mutant hunters. You know what, Dan, let me, let me just stop you right there, alright? I don't even want to know about this crazy Action Cat gang you led, alright? What I do want to know is how you know that Joe Biden is this horribly disfigured, mutated person. How do you even know that? Basically, Mike, when Action Cat disbanded, and TI-84's battery dies, and Swamp Gas disappeared off to some god knows what swamp she went to, all we know is that she's probably there, just shouting at villagers, Hey, get out of my swamp! I went westward, and when I did, I found former President Barack Obama and the first family and former Vice President Joe Biden and their caravan wandering through the Midwest. They were heading westward towards the Denver International Airport because the Illuminati had set up a safe camp there and Denver was fortified in a safe place without martial law. Anyway, they would take your weapons, but they'd let you travel, and when you wanted to leave the caravan, they'd give you your weapons back, and they would drive further and further up the road, so that way, you know, you couldn't, like, come back and attack them, which was a really smart plan. But anyway, Joe Biden was green, half of his body was mutated, he lumbered around like a brain-dead gorilla. Oh my god, Mike, it, it was like the Hulk met, like, you know, Elephant Man, it was just a monster. And the poor guy, they kept him chained up, and, and all Joe Biden could, like, you know, like, lurk at you, like, hush whisper, and he'd be like, Joe Biden no understand why Joe Biden persecuted for being Joe Biden. And Obama would kick him and say, Shut up. The presidential caravan was actually a pretty sweet gig. I actually had a lot of fun with them. But Michelle and Obama were in their tent and, you know, it, everything was okay and everything was nice. And, you know, I was out by the campfire, you know, singing my songs. You hate Mike. But, uh, everything got quiet for a minute. And, you know, Michelle, she was real good in the office and stuff. All for soft power and its use. But in the sack, he liked it rough. And you could hear her all the way from the camp campfire and the guards standing post would just look at each other and with this look of just like oh my god what are we doing and i remember one night all we heard was uh harder barack harder and real stern and tough and presidential regal like like his presidential demeanor we hear michelle i didn't pull out of afghanistan and i'm not pulling out of you and that was the moment that i knew that i had to get out of there so i took my guns and i left i just left it was just too much well you know, you always have a way of just turning anything into the most bizarre thing that anyone's ever heard. Like, this started out as a news story about a very important change for mutant kind, Dan. And and you turned it into a sex joke about Obama, Dan. Come on, it man. It really happened. I, I, he I, didn't pull out I, of Afghanistan. Shut, shut the hell I know, Michelle. I know, I lived through it, all right? Just, oh. All right, well, you know, in other, in other news, uh, Dan... Why don't you uh, explain what you've been working on in that bar of yours? Well, you know, Mike, in my workshop, I'm working on a lot of stuff, you know, trying to rebuild society. Uh, I'm trying to get the 
saucer to work again, to fly again. I'm also trying to build a spaceship. You know, I'm always working on the cars, especially since I blew up yours. You know, I'm always fiddling with laser guns and other alien tech. And, uh, I almost got that masturbation machine to work. Dan, how many times do I have to tell you this, Dan? It's not its not a masturbation machine. It's a compressed air motor. You have no creativity. I don't know how many times I have to explain it to you. What you do is you insert yourself into the machine. The, the turbine starts spinning. And the pistons start moving, and you know, it bashes your junk into the wall, then you just get off. It's very pleasurable. You should try it. Well, have you gotten off into it yet? No, but I think it's because I need to add more spikes. Jesus Christ, Dan, what kind of masochist are you? The hardcore kind, the one that's struggling to get off, Mike. Oh, that's an image I didn't need. I guess we'll go to the weather. Any weather today, Spliff? Nope. Any at all? Nope. No weather anywhere. No, oh. non nothing anywhere. Nothing anywhere at all, Mike. Oh, well, then, folks, uh, it would appear that today, you know, there will be no weather happening anywhere, and that could remain either good or bad. I guess we'll figure out as the day progresses. Very excited to see how this turns out. Yeah. You know, Dan, I was doing a bit of thinking the other day, you know, and uh, I was thinking about the old days, you know. You remember the lottery, and, you know, I was thinking, what would you do if you, uh, you know, if you won the lottery before the world came to a bitter end? I've thought about this a lot, and there's a lot of things that I would do with all that money, but the very first thing I would do is I would go to the bank, and I would cash out all my money, and I'd put it in a briefcase, and I'd be very suspicious of everybody walking around me, and I'd hold it very close to me, and I'd go to Walmart real quick, and I'd I'd buy a big, big, the biggest kiddie pool I could, and I'd bring it home, and I'd set up my house, and I'd close all the windows and lock all the doors, and then, Mike, Mike, I'd put all the money in the kiddie pool, I'd strip down to my skivvies, and I'd bathe in it, oh, I'd swim in it, oh, it'd be a fun fest, oh, it'd be a shit show, Mike, a shit show, a dollar bill's raining from the sky, Mike. It'd be beautiful! Beautiful! It's like being in a water park when you're a kid, Mike! Oh, I'd wipe my ass with it! Oh, there's no limit to what I can do with it, Mike! Alright, 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 Dan. No, Dan, Mike, 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 the sky's the limit, you see! It's gonna be fantastic! No, you're gonna love it! Oh, there's gonna be dollar Dan. bills! And I'm gonna be rich! You're gonna be so right, rich! Dan, I'll wear his underpants! Dan, I'll wear his skis, Mike! That's kinda no, weird, alright? The, the viewers need to know! No, if listen, you have money, this wanna... is what you need to do with no, it! No, listen, just quiet down, alright? Nobody wants to hear about your weird money yet. I'll fill a lake with a jello shot! I understand. Actually, Mike, you know. I, I'm, I'm gonna go take a poop. Oh, you mean you're gonna go to the bathroom? No, Mike, that's not a bathroom. You can't just cut a hole in a piece of wood and call it a bathroom, Mike. Oh, what do you Mike? mean? I built it from, you know, what I had. Mike, I asked you to build one room in the house, and I built the rest of it. And uh, it's it's the shittiest room in the house you built, Mike. All right, well, you know, look at it. All puns aside, you know, it is pretty shitty. But listen, Dan, look around us. We're in a cornhole, for God's sakes. What do you, where do you want me to get anything to build it with, you know? I'm just doing the best with what I have, and I thought it was a pretty damn good job. Mike, you can't tie corpses together and call it a boat, just like you can't call a hole in the ground a bathroom. You tie corpses from the radio tower and call That's it a flag. That's my own business, A. B. They wave beautifully. C. If anything, Mike, it's an inside-out house. All right, well, listen, call it what you want, all right? It works for shitting in, and that's all that really matters at the end of the day, you know? Like, if you, if you, all right, I'm going to go, because if I don't, you know, I'm going to take a shit in your mouth. Just get out. Just get out. All right, well, I guess we're going to roll into the uh, late-night theater. You know, this was recorded by our very own Spliff Spankystein, and uh, he recorded it last week, so let's see how it sounds. Good evening, folks. Spliff Spankystein here, and I'm bringing you Midnight Theater. Today's story, Don't Mess with Cracker Craws. It was a normal night for Renee Mercus, asleep in her house with her two dogs, Tickles and Sneetches. Then a sound happens. Glass breaks. She wakes, startled and scared. She's scared. She gets out of bed, awaking the two dogs. The small dogs' collars jingle as they move off the bed and they move over. She opens the door to the hallway, sees nothing in the pitch blackness. She moves. She moves further towards the stairs. She takes a step, and the stair creaks. She dumps back out of the startle. She continues. 
as she slowly creeps down the stairs. She hears large, hairy footprints walking on the first floor. She hears the claws. What are you doing in here? Are you jacking off on the What a person does is his own microphone time is his own business, Mike. Don't judge, Mike. Weirder things have happened in this studio, and you and I both know it. Are you kidding me? What the hell is the matter with you? This is our studio. You think I'm jacking myself off under here? That's the weird That's part. disgusting, all right? Listen, Dan is going to kill you when he finds you, You're not going to tell Dan. Oh, I will. No, you're not. Oh, maybe I will. I'm going to go get him right now. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to go get him right now. Listen here, survivors. This might be my last broadcast. So I'm let me try and finish him. the story. She creeps... Sh shut up, Barney, Mike. Go get him again. If you're not, then shut up. She... She creeps down the stairs. She creeps down the stairs. She creeps down the stairs, one foot at a time, scatter and scatter and scatter. She moves forward through her house, not knowing what could be making the sound, not knowing what's attacking. Her two dogs go run down the stairs, barking, barking. Something is down there. Something is moving. Then it's silent. Silent. Then she hears the dogs whimper. They whimper and they scream as 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 something obviously has them. She hears the monster. What is he doing in there? She thinks Spliff! The dogs are precious dogs now gone. She can't hear them anymore. Spliff, open the door right now. No, go away, you mutant freak. Open the door. No. I will use force to break down the door. You open the door right now. No, go away. Spliff, be adult and take what you have coming. Dad, I wasn't doing anything wrong. I decide what's right and what's wrong. Don't pull you back, riding your own dick there, Dan. That's it! I'm as mad as hell and I'm not gonna take it anymore! anymore. No, no! Oh my god, no, 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 And, uh, that was Split Spanky Stein's Late Night Theater. Guess it, uh, turned out to be a horror story after all, huh? The doctor says I still need help going to the bathroom for a month. Yeah, well, you know, considering you jacked off and bled all over my studio, feel free to help yourself, Spliff. And another thing, Mike. I mean... After putting more thought into, you know, the bathroom down here, okay. you're not, you're not, no, you're not a carpenter, Mike. You're an artist because, you know, you were influenced by the thought of a bathroom and you really created a room that's absolute shit. Like a room that I feel like I should be taking a shit right, in. Well, you know what, no, Dan? no, no. That is a real crap hole, Mike. You should be proud. All right, well, you know what, Dan? If you, if it's such a big deal that you want to go to use your fucking stupid, nice, uh, porcelain bathroom, you know, that you made yourself. Oh, look at me. I have a shiny porcelain bathtub. Who the hell cares? There's no one here to admire it, you fucking jackass. When I told you to go see what you could find, I meant, you know, go out and see. I found a house with people in it and I killed them and took their bathroom. All right, well, I'm not a gruesome, man maniacal murderer, Dan. I'm not a mass uh, murderer. You, you kind of are, actually. I'm an outlaw. There's Have a you seen the radio tower? I'm a puckish rogue. All right, well... I guess we should introduce David, you know, so he doesn't have to go through all of this, you know, silly bickering. Oh, crap, you're right, I forgot that guy was here. Alright, Survivors, today's a very special episode of A Couple of Alls. We have our very first live musician for you, David Spargo, the classic pianist. Don't even make a joke, Mike. He is not a penis. There's no sexual references to I be know, made here. You know, I have some kind there's, of respect. There's like no you, sexual references you know, to be made here. Gonna go what there. it means to be a pianist is it means that with his magic fingers, he tickles all the sweet spots on the keys. Yeah, you know, you're, you're he really gets all over. Jokes, all right, look, just shut up and and get the get him over here. Come on, David, come over here. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we bring you David Spargo live. David, do you have anything nice to say to the nice people? Yeah, hello, fellow survivors of the apocalypse. I'm David Spargo, and I'm here to make your day a bit less miserable than it already is. So here's a song that I wrote called Graduation Blues, and I hope you enjoy it.
That was a beautiful song, David. Do you, uh, do you have anything else you'd like to say to the lovely people out there? Well, that's all for now. And, yeah, just keep on surviving and keep on trying to not be miserable, even though that must be really hard because you're all going to die pretty soon, probably. Have a nice day. Thank you so much, David, for being our very first live musician. It means a lot to us. Now, if you wouldn't mind, get the fuck out of my house. Well, this brings us to another thing. Blue, 45888861AC493. Chinese characters, alphabet soup, dot dot dash dit. Dan, are you kidding me? We had this conversation before, you know? You can't just you can't just spread criminal messages on our show, Dan. It's you not are... criminal messages. We're the billiard boys. Sh- you are criminals. No, we're not criminals. You are criminals. We're outlaws. Now listen, I already heard We it. deliver medicine. I re- we I... overthrow tyrannical governments. I already... We install our own Shut tyrannical governments. Shut the fuck up a minute, We're like right? America. Hey. Shut up a minute, all right? You shut up! Oh, you, you listen to me! You call my you friends criminals! You listen to me! I don't listen to anybody! I'm Dirty Dan! You listen to me! No one won't listen to you, Magic Mike! Dan, you listen to me! I will break this alcohol, Dan! Well, I, I, d- hey, I will put it all over the floor and it'll be nothing for you, Dan! There will be none left! All right? Listen! All right, you I'll can, hear what you have to say. You cannot... You very listen, clear. you cannot... Just spread all these weird messages all over a show, Dan. You know, you should know better than anyone else here that there are all kinds of fucking weirdos out there, all right, that who knows what they're going to do to us. If they find out we have this kind of equipment, Dan, they're going to fucking chop our balls off. Mike, I've seen this crazy world. I know all what's out there, all right, and what's out there are my billiard boys. I need to protect them, all right? I've walked all across this scorched earth, and one thing that I know for sure is that there are beautiful and strange creatures out there like me. What about me? Do I count for anything? Am I? not beautiful Dan Mike there's a reason we do radio and it isn't because we don't have a TV camera you're the kind of friend that it's, it's good to hang out with at night because you know you look best in like low to no lighting situations Mike you know what screw you Dan just just screw you Dan you know you just shit on everything I love Dan you know everything I get passionate about you just tear it down you tear me down Dan Maybe that's you all you do suck no, shut up a minute no you sh- no you shut the hell up a minute all right you just Jeez. shit on everything I love Dan you know you don't even treat me like I'm a person you know and stop fucking cutting my cigarettes in half too all right I'm trying to make more of them Mike that's you not how that works much. that's not how that works you can't just do that it's not my fault you're a dick to something, Mike. Yeah, well, maybe I wouldn't be if I didn't have to put up with your shit 24 7 Fair enough! Oh my god, he has a gun! Shut up! Don't worry, I got this. If folks would appear a lawnmower wander into our studio again. I'll take care of quick. Jesus Christ, Dan, you just shot! Oh my god, what the hell's the matter with you? He had a gun, Mike! He had a gun, and just... Boy, would you look at this. Wow, he was really full of blood. Holy We're, sh- we're really gonna have to paint this room red now. You just shot a man! Are you serious right now? He was gonna kill oh us! Oh my god! Folks, 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 for those of you who don't oh. know what just happened, there's a gang in this area called the Lawnmowers, and one of them just wandered in waving a gun at us, and now he's bleeding everywhere. Spliff, go take his corpse and run it up the radio tower. You're gonna put another person on that radio tower? Dan, first of all, we don't have a lot of room left on that thing, to be quite fair. There's a lot of bodies There's up there. only like six or seven. That's a lot of people, Dan, to hang from one tower. Dan, I mean, don't, look, 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 don't get me wrong. I'm glad you shot the man, right? Like, you, you saved our lives. But why do you have to string him up from the tower? Because I'm the quickest gun in the West, and people need to know that. Well, it's not stop. I'm dangerous. I don't, look, look, look. It scares off a lot of marauders, I can tell you that right now. I didn't stare off the goddamn lawnmower that just Some of them are ballsy. Dan, are you in there? Jesus Christ, who is it now? It's, It's my friend Chad Backrider. He's here, he's here.
Well, who, who's Chad Backrider? What I'm Chad Backrider. Nice to meet you there, Magic Mike. I'm Chad Backrider. Uh, hello, but wh what are you doing here? Well, I, I lost a minute of airtime in a card game. You bet. How do you even bet a minute of airtime? I mean, how much is that even worth? Well, you know, he was down about, you know, 250 and, you know, I I came on here. I just wanted to sort of spread some conspiracy theories around, you know, really get the folks involved in politics again. Are you serious? Yeah, Mike, I bet the Dirty Danism. What even is my life right now? Alright, it's it's a mess. By the way, I've been meaning to ask you two. Who's the poor Seth getting strung up the radio tower? Boy, it's like he's missing his whole lower half. Like, you should really see it out there. It's beautiful. Because it's really windy out there, right? And, like, his whole lower half is severed. And it's just dangling from its small intestine, flapping in the wind. God, that I almost got a little bit on my hat. Frankly, I would have made you guys buy me a new hat. Anywho, can I do my conspiracy minute now? Yeah, that guy, just, that was that was one of the lawnmowers. He just came in. The lawnmowers? Yeah, it's a group of Hispanic, it's like a Hispanic gang out here. It's just, it's a mess. And yes, we know, they adhere to stereotypes. It's not very, you know, PC. I mean, look, you can you can sit down, you know, just, just you're going to have to excuse the mess. You know, we just kind of had to shoot a man. You know, I'm sure you understand, you know, a man of your stature. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've, see, I've seen my fair share of innards become outards. All right, here. I, I, how, how do I start this? Hello, survivors. All right, all right I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. Howdy, livers! I'm Chad Backrider here, and it's time for my Rocky Wild Conspiracy Minute. All right, folks, today we're going to talk about Elvis and Nixon and their relationship. Now, this has just come out in CIA documents that were found in the abandoned Pentagoon. All right, so what happened was, apparently, Nixon was framed. Watergate didn't actually happen. Elvis framed Nixon because Elvis wasn't actually a narcotics officer for Nixon. What he was was an informant for the paramilitarios down in Colombia, and he was using them to smuggle narcotics into America because Elvis really liked them narcotics. And here, where you know how they got them across the borders and into the things? They would put them in peanut butter and banana sandwiches. Thanks, thank you very much. And Elvis has now left the building. That's all code speak for Colombian narcococos. Uh, no, 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 I think that's enough. Wait, wait, huh? What? No, you can't just shut no, me up right no, now. I need, I, listen. I bet I'm a thing. Yeah, listen, no. listen, you need to just quiet enough of the lies. All, all right, right, all right, all right, fine. Spliff, what's the commercial for today? Spliff's Mackeystein here, and today's sponsored message is brought to you in part by Trojan Finger Puppets. For when you and your lover need a finger puppet lubricated on both sides for easy removal and application, try Trojan. Remember... When your Muppet needs a puppet, cup it with Trojan. Uh, uh, Spliff, I, I don't think that's how they how they work. Shh, Dan. He, he doesn't need to know that. Oh, alright. You got me there. Alright, you know what, Dan? Why don't you just, uh, introduce Kevin so we can get this pony show on the road, huh? That's a great idea, Mike. Alright, folks. For our interview this week, we have a very, very special guest. Our good friend, Kevin Bastian. Hola, hombres. Ay, how are you doing, muchachas? Ay, 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 oh, it's great to be on this show. Oh, how's it going? Oh, I'm very happy. I'm, it's, it's an honor to be on Un Perdo Huevos. I'm amigos. So, Kevin, why don't you tell us a little bit about Mexico? Oh, Mexico, it's a great place. The cartels do an excellent job of running my country. Even before the apocalypse, man, did they do a good job. Oh, there's, there's beautiful women everywhere. Really? Oh, my God, yes. You can get any one of them for just five whole dollars. So they're, they're hookers. They're... Hookers? I, I I think that's what he's saying. Are are you saying that they're hookers, Kevin? Ay ay ay! See me, amigos. See they are hookers. You know what you do is you take your huevos and you insert them into the hookers. What you what you need to do oh. to find the hook? What you need to do to find the hookers is you need to go to any street corner and ask any hombre, "Hey, ese, dónde estás las hookers?" And he'll go, 
Oh, you looking for muchachas? And then you respond with, Hey, muchachas! And then, you know, you'll say, Oh, my sister, my sister's a hooker. Do you want her number? And you'll go, Damn straight, hombre, I want her number! Kevin, why don't you tell us something about Mexico that doesn't involve crime? Well, you see, one thing that's a Mexican pastime is it's really fun to take your lawn chairs and get them up to the curb and you sit there all day and you wait to watch a kidnapping. There's no place like Mexico to watch a kidnapping, hombre. Oh, it's so fantastic. You know, the white vans come by, and as long as you have a gun, you know, they're not going to touch you, but they'll take whatever kids are playing in the street or whatever old man's going to the pony store. You know, whatever you're really going. I thought, I, I said something that doesn't involve crime. Mike, it's the apocalypse. There's not a damn thing in the world that doesn't involve crime. Ah, uh, you're probably right. I know I am. Go on, Kevin. Anyway, so what you do is you watch, and they put him in the van. Oh, would you look at that? Oh, Mike, somebody is calling in. All right, all right, all right, Kevin. I'm sorry, we're going to have to cut this short. This is my favorite part of the show. All right. Okay, um... Um... Good God, Mike, where's the phone? What are you doing? You're sticking up your ass. Why is it never where we leave it? You always lose it. I lose it? Yeah, here. Hello, Survivor. You're alive on the air with a couple of balls. Hey, just a couple of balls. Yes, we're a couple of balls. Because I think a couple of balls sucks. Wait, what? I, well, I think you suck a couple of balls. I would never suck the two of you. Never. Who the fuck do you think you are insulting our show? Rename it from a couple of balls to a couple of shits. You got it? Now you listen to me, you jackwagon. You're some sort of jamook, you know? Selling out, settling down, making mass-produced media. Do you have any idea who I am? I'm Dirty Dan. I'm one of the most ruthless men this side of the Rio Grande. So you now you think you're on the good side of the Rio Grande, Ethan? Oh my God! You couldn't, you couldn't tell the Rio Grande from the Rio de Janeiro if you knew what Rio meant. Mike, what does Rio oh, mean? He got you there, didn't he? I know. He? What does Rio mean? I don't know either. I don't, I don't have a follow-up. We to should that. have asked that guy before we shot him. Yeah, I guess we really should have. Who the fuck is this? Listen, I don't usually tell people this. This here's Saucy Rossy, you schmuck. You're one of those fucking billiard boys that Dan won't shut up about. Shut the fuck up, Mike. Ross, Ross, I missed you so much. It's so good to hear from you. How are you, buddy? What's new? How, how is everyone? I've been alright, you know? Ever so often, getting into some scuffles. Scuffles, you know? Ain't nothing too much. You, wait, you guys are the fucking criminals that I have to keep dropping messages on my show for. Hey, we're not criminals. We just happen anyone who stands between us in a good time. That's, that's what being a criminal is. Are you daft? Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize there was some sort of government, Mike. Are you the new president, Mike? No, it I doesn't matter. For you, Mike. It's called being a decent fucking human being. Have you ever heard of that? I have We deliver no medicine. what that word means. Look, listen, I'm sick of you criminal assholes disrupting my life. You are a low-down shit bucket. You know that? Yeah, that I am. <laughs> Well, and trust me, like, one of these days, I'm gonna make it up there. One of these days, I'm gonna make it up there with all my guns and sharp, pointy things. If I ever see any of you, I'm gonna shoot you. With what gun? Every gun in this house is mine. I'm just you don't have any balls or someone who's gonna kill us. I'll just take one of yours. If you do, I'll shoot you. I'll shoot you. With my own gun? Yes, with your own gun. What kind of scum would do that? It's a scum that's begging for his life. <sighs> that is low down, Mike. <laughs> you never shoot a man with his own gun. That's horrible. Well, listen. You know, the samurai, you know what the samurai would do back in ancient Japan? Oh, I can't even imagine. They sure as hell wouldn't shoot people.
people with their own guns. They didn't have guns back then. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, Mike. Is that your excuse for your just complete lack of honor? Is Are that you, what you're doing? This is, there's no honor. This is the apocalypse. There's no such thing as honor. You just kill anybody that pisses you off. You don't. Maybe yeah, I'll start. I'm do it with honor. I don't just kill them. I might kill their entire family, Mike. All right? I might do that. You kill entire families? We've killed more than just entire families, Mike. What do you mean? Why, why would you do That's horrible. Well, it's not like we're making a mess, you know? We use all the body. The handles of my hammers are made from bone, Mike. That's absolutely disgusting. You want just corpses lying everywhere? Humans are an endangered species. If we just kill them willy-nilly and we don't use every part, that is a waste of a valuable natural resource. I can't believe you guys. You guys are a disgrace to the human race. What? No, Ross, do you hear what he's saying about us? I do hear what he's saying about us. And I like to think that the human race is an embarrassment to us. It is! Do you not have any idea who we well, are? You're not even a fucking human. You're some mutant freak, Dan. Whoa, he whoa. He might be a freak, but I'd hardly call him a mutant. I am so sick of dealing with Mike, you people. shut up. Ross, how is everyone? Is everyone okay? He's a cyborg now. He's what? Yeah. Zach's a cyborg now. Oh, no. Well, he's got a whole bunch of metal to himself, and it hasn't fallen off yet. Yeah, that's just like Zach. No idea where Amakura is. Vanished a while back. Uh, then Rachel and Michelle Goldencock went out looking for her. But I was, And then, uh, Livy May and Manly Harper. Them two ran off into the sunset together. But I still got Phoebe and Zach here. Zach's a cyborg, like I said. And, uh, also a burn victim, because, you know, he welded himself. How can people who are so dangerous and successful be so stupid? And none of this makes any sense to me. You guys are just dumb yokels. Oh, hey, I am a local yokel for your information. God damn it, Mike! Shut your fucking face hole! This is very important. Ross, Ross, where are you guys? Still down here in New Orleans, fighting the bagel bastards. Right now, actually. You stupid monochrome. Is that what the gun noises are? Yeah. Ross! I should explain that. Yeah, I got kind of bored, so I decided to call you two shitheads. For the first time I've talked to you in God knows how long, you prank call my show in the middle of a gunfight. Yeah, I'm in a gunfight right now, but I decided I could take out the time and pick on you two and your shit show. Ross, if you're fighting the bagel bastards, you gotta stay focused. Please, remember, you gotta watch out for Squinty Eye Jimmy. Come on, man. I love you. I don't know what I'd do if anything happened to you. Don't worry. This shit ain't nothing we can't fuck. Ross? Ross? Saucy Rossy? Please. You gotta answer me. Ross, you're my brother. You were family. He was my brother. <laughs> Damn, this uh, probably isn't the best time, but uh, today was my birthday. Shut the fuck up, Mike! Nobody gives a shit now about your birthday! Split, split, cut the feet, cut the feet, cut the feet. <laughs>
if you are an artist and would like to hear your stand-up comedy or music on our show, please email us at info at a couple of balls.com. Uh, we would like to announce uh, Ross Osborne was brought on our team as our new co-writer for the show. Me and him will be writing the scripts for the episodes, uh, and we're very excited to have him, and he voiced uh, Saucy Rossi. And Kevin Bastian, our technical producer, voiced the lawnmower and was going to voice himself, but decided that, you know, I might be a little more funnier with an impression of him. So I ended up voicing him, but he voiced the lawnmower, which is weird. Um, thank you so much for watching, and if you like what you hear, please consider going to our website and donating, and if you can't, please help us get the word out. Uh, episode 4 is going to be a very special episode. It's going to be the very first episode that me and Ross write together, and we're very excited to like produce it for you. Like The script is already written, and it's such a fantastic job, but it's going to take us two weeks to make uh, and we're very excited about that. So during that time, please help us get the word out by uh, liking us on Facebook and Twitter and subscribing to uh, YouTube. Um, and if you get a chance, check out WRMC Bethlehem, a radio station hosted by my very good friend Phoebe Tempesta. As always, thanks for listening, and we'll see you again next time, Survivors.